Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jerry coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here every Monday and Thursday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for watching on YouTube, people. That's how it goes, people. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, then they do the same and we grow and grow and grow. That's how it works. It only works via word of mouth. You got to go, hey, have you heard about this J Train podcast? And then they go, what? What's a pod face? And it's like, yeah, it's an annoying conversation, but that's okay. I'm, I consider it payment. There's a, you can pay for this podcast in many ways. And, and yeah, some podcast hosts avoid the payment, you know, conversation. I'm not that guy. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to know my worth. You can tell a friend. You can make it your Instagram story. You can support the sponsors if they support you. We have many sponsors. I'm not expecting you to need everything that I put out there, but one of them might give you some free money towards helping your life. That's the whole thing. We're shaking hands, people helping people. Also, you can join the Patreon. Patreon is three extra podcasts a week. So, you know, you can consider you can consider that payment for the whole J Train Empire. Three extra podcasts a week, five dollars a month, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Three very different podcasts than what we do here, but it's just the same enough to make, you know, to feel good about, to feel comfy. It's not gonna be so different that you're walking into something you don't know. It's uh, luxury lounge on Wednesdays. It's one more email on Fridays. It's coffee with J train on Sundays. Uh, and, and I'm doing live shows, live shows, Albany, New York. I'm coming to you. Uh, I also got Atlanta coming up. I got Atlantic city coming up. I got some Jersey dates coming up. The calendar is going to be refreshed very soon. It might be today. Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com. That is it for me. Let's get to our guest. Very excited. A new guest to the podcast, the hilarious comedian, Paris Sachet. Everybody, thank you, Paris, for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. I can't wait to hear these questions. I, I can't wait for you to answer them. How are you? <laughs> What's going on? How is your, I mean, the, the weird way to start these podcasts is how's your pandemic been? I know, right? I'm alive. So I feel like I can't complain too much. I feel like if we made it this far, we just have to keep making it. So I'm well, I'm freshly single. So uh, that's always, yeah, it's it's a good thing to give advice to people because it's like, I was in that shit. Sure. Like, I know exactly what you feel. So that's exciting too. How freshly single and what was, and how did the last one end? Let's start from the ashes to get to, you know, because <laughs> I, I love, I just love your general attitude on everything. I love watching you on stage, and I think everyone needs to go follow you at Paris Sachet. It'll be all over my Instagram. But I want um, what what happened? What was the deal? How long were you with this person? So I was with this woman for four years, four You're four gay years, four gay years. It's twelve how, straight years. That is that is that the, <laughs> <laughs> that's how the math works in the gay community. Four gay years is equivalent to twelve straight years. Wow. Um, and I'm freshly single, like Christmas, like Christmas Eve single. So did you end it? Did they end it? What? How did that go down? I mean, Christmas, were you like, Merry Christmas, I'm gone? Like, how does, that's a tough breakup. Yeah, it's hard because it's like, if I, if, if we made it through Thanksgiving, it's like, I thought we could make it to Christmas, but then it's like, oh, we can't make it through Christmas? Well, I'll just celebrate on New Year's. So I chose to leave. Like, they, okay. there was things that happened, and I probably could have stayed and we could have worked it out. But you know, fresh starts. So I just left. Yeah, I, I, that's the hard thing where it's like there is a decision to make to like, okay, do we dig in, therapy, talk this out, tearful conversations, or do I say, you know what, I've loved, I, I've, uh, this is, was good for me and it was good for you and I hope we can find something better with the fresh start. Like it's a decision between the two and then if you leave, you get blamed for like, oh, you just want to give up. Everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 that the the lever you 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 gave up. You did everything wrong. You're the one that's not trying, and it's like, well, yeah, I I, I guess that's I guess you have to take that. <laughs> yeah, because if you stay, then it's like, but can we make it through? Then it's gonna feel like this thing is hanging over us. So then the argument, and here's the problem: two women arguments all the time. That's just a lot of conversation. So <laughs> it's, it's like, do we just close the yeah? Do we close the books and be quiet now, or do we deal with this later? And I just feel like a fresh start is okay. 
I always love talking uh, to lesbians because I'm like, I, I'm like, okay, I like that you understand the position. You know, like you're like, oh, I'm, de- we're dealing with the same thing. <laughs> you know, like, we're dealing with it, and then I'm a woman too, so it's like I'm seeing how we are, and I'm like, I need to be better. <laughs> and I need to be alone so I can be better. <laughs> yeah, it's like that thing where like I, I get that a lot on this podcast because a lot of women write in. So it's like this, like I'm like, yeah, this dude is being, I, I can't be that dude. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I see myself in the men that a lot of women are writing in about. So I, <laughs> I, I and I go, I know exactly what he's doing. He's being a piece of shit. But I'm also like, yeah, he's not a bad person. You know, it's it, you, you, you empathize and you're like, oh, I also can't be that. You know, I'm too aware, you know? Right. I think here's the thing. I think that some people are trash, but I think that you have to pick which trash you want. Do you want a black bag of trash or do you want gold trash? <laughs> so it looks beautiful on the outside. It contains the smell and it can be better. Yeah. And I think a lot of people happen to fall into gold trash levels. We're trying to find our trash. That's really what we're right. trying to get to. I, I, I love that because that's a realistic perspective on dating because, listen, you didn't break up with the, with the person you were with for four years because it was four years of misery. You broke up because it just wasn't the right match. It wasn't the right trash. And you say that right. in a loving way. Like it's the- A loving way. And it's, it's hard to like impart that to someone because you're going, yeah, you're not my trash. And they're like, I'm not fucking trash. And you're like, I, everyone's trash. Everybody, <laughs> you know? yeah, everybody. That, and that, was, that makes people feel better. When you say everyone's yeah. trash, then it's like, oh, so we all are, yes. And we're just trying to see what trash goes with what trash. That's all we're That's trying to right. do. That's right. It's, listen, we're putting, you know, the plastics in the plastics. We're putting, you know, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's like that, <laughs> it's like that three-tiered trash that's in the, in the Starbucks that no one knows what to do. Uh, and you right. feel like an idiot. Like you're just trying to put it in the right in the right bucket. So <laughs> listen, I, I love Paris Sachet and I want everyone to go follow at Paris Sachet on Instagram. She has an album out. We've done the album thing. If you're listening right now, I have albums out. All these comics come on. All they want you to do is listen to their to you know, they want you to listen to their jokes. I mean, what an honest, beautiful thing. And and listen, all the comics that come on here, and Paris is one of them, are hilarious and wonderful. All you got to do, you're signed up for a music subscription service. Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, whatever you're signed up for, search Paris Sachet and you can listen to her album right now. It's called My Honest Ignorance. And she also has a special out that's on Epics and Amazon Prime called Unprotected Sets. So go look her up. Fantastic comic. You're going to love her. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's go. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Hi, Jared. Long-time listener of the, uh, the podcast and you up. I have a lifestyle question for you. Okay, we love a lifestyle question. <laughs> I, I, I wrote in about this on Luxury Lounge once. That's the Patreon-exclusive show. Everyone should go sign up once, but I really don't know what to do. One of my best friends Snapchats me literally every day a picture of her Fitbit watches screen after a workout showing me how long she worked out and how many calories she burned with a caption like, okay, I see you, Peloton app. Or, wow, Miss Boxing. <laughs> I thought it was going to stop, but it has been going on for months now and is all the time. We're both 27. I plan on having her as a bridesmaid at my wedding next year, but I just don't know what to do. It seems bizarre to me that she thinks this is normal and not annoying to me, and I'm probably not the only one she sends it to. How do I get her to stop and or what should I say to her? Should I just ignore it and move on? My fiance said I should just do the same back, but I can't even bring myself to be that annoying or put that kind of effort after a workout. Appreciate the vice. What do you think? I I agree with the fiance. I think he should definitely do it back because I think sometimes people are annoying. They don't understand how annoying it is until they Mm -hmm. see it done to them. Or I would say blocker and then you don't even have to see it anymore. You, the blocking thing, you don't think that that could be taken. Like, if this is a person that's going to be a bridesmaid in their wedding, like, hey, why'd you block me? You kept sending me your Fitbit stuff. I couldn't, I, I couldn't stand it anymore, but I love you. Is that the, is that the response at that point? I think after that's block? beautiful. That, we, we've survived the pandemic. I think that's honesty right there. It's like, I love you so much. I blocked it. So it would stop annoying me. And then I wouldn't be annoyed by you. He's actually being the better person if he block her. 
Yeah, that's true. You're taking it is interesting. Like I, I love that you reference the pandemic because there is that thing of like I'm done wasting time. I'm done. I'm done not having the conversations that I want to have. And I, I think you could even say. I, th- I think that could be v- before blocking. You can write to this person, text them. I love you. You have to stop and start with "I love you." Bring them in for the hug <laughs> and whisper in their ear the hard truth. So you hug and truth. So I love you, but you gotta stop sending me the Fitbit. It's making me feel bad about my workouts. I don't care anymore. Please stop. That could be yeah, it. That, that, but then she will want to talk. So then he want he has to be willing to have a conversation because clearly this far she does not think it's annoying. So then her question may be, why did you let it happen this long? Why didn't you tell me it's been annoying? Because I thought you would say, like, I mean, if we did this out, like if we acted this out, if if I'm them, I would go because I legitimately thought this was like a phase and I didn't think it would be going on for months at this point. So why didn't you ever stop me? So then I could have known that it was annoying and then maybe I would have stopped. I'm stopping you now. I've gotten to my wick's end. It's a, I, I, and it's because, listen, it's my own insecurities. I would go into me. I'd be like, I'm, <laughs> I'm a fat fuck. I can't. I'm not burning enough calories. You're making me feel bad. I have a wedding coming up in a year. I don't need to know that everyone's burning more calories than me. Please. Like, I would like, literally dig myself into the grave of my own insecurities. And what if she has a response and says, well, maybe I'm sending you this so you can be better and get prepared for your wedding. And then I would say you're out of the fucking wedding. I don't need <laughs> at that point. At that point, that's not a friend though. At that point, like, what do you think? You think I'm not healthy enough? You think I don't love myself? You think uh, it, it, now they're trying to have a conversation with me about my insecurities that are affecting them? Now we're really talking if we get that. <laughs> but I feel like it could get to that. So that's why I just like to either either tell her up front that it's annoying or block her because then you can prevent all of that and still keep her in the wedding. But you don't think that if you, that block conversation, if if we if they got to where we just got, we're getting mm-hmm. there no matter what. It's like when you go back in time and you change something to try and change the future, and 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 then they 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 tra- they change something in the past and they, they come back and it's the same. It, they somehow work out to the same exact spot they would have been. I think the same thing happens if you block. You're gonna get to why didn't you tell me before? Like if that person wants to get to that point, it's gonna get there. No matter so what question, you start with. Is he responding at all or is he just not responding to it at all? It's a woman. So she is, res- she, I don't know if she's responding. Okay. Oh, so the one, okay. So it's a, so, it's two women. So it's a woman sending a woman her mm. Fitbit watches screen after a workout showing how long and how many calories she burned with the caption. Okay, I see you, Peloton app, or wow, I miss, wow, miss boxing. And she's definitely sending this to multiple people. She's going, like, let, let, let's not be, like, to the email, or let's not be such a narcissist. They're looking, they're going, they're taking that picture, they're putting up the caption, and then they're going, boop, 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 to, like, <laughs> a bunch of people. So, like, I, I mean, I would even say to her, Go to some other friends and be like, hey, are, is she sending this to you too? Like, I, 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 that could be a little bit bad because now you're ganging up. But like, right. I, I, I think, think it's just going to, I don't think there's a great ending for it. That's why well, maybe, it's either you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's either they, she addresses it to the friend and then have mm. the conversation because the friend is going to want to talk mm. or continue to ignore it. Well, I think the block is good because now that I'm thinking about it with that boop, 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 when you're doing all the friends, maybe she won't notice and now you're free from it. Um, and then if they approach you with the conversation, then the conversation can be had. But I, I hate the idea of, a, of knowing there's a stray you know, bullet out there that could hit me at any time. So like, that's why the blocking thing, I just don't like living with like every text from them is like, oh my God, is this the moment? that they like bring this up. So that's why <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just a, a, an internal wuss. So I'm like, to me, I think going to her being like, hey, you got to stop setting me. It's making me insecure about my workouts. I'm trying to get ready for a wedding. I love, and again, hug and whisper the hard <laughs> truth. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Paris Sashay. Go, go, go. At Paris Sashay, go follow, go follow, go follow, go, go, go right now. I love this question. Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm. 
Feather, feather. Yes. Uh, oh, the, the 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 title is Saw You at the Stand Last Night. Listen, if you're in New York City, the clubs are opening. They're at like, you know, whatever capacity. They're trying their best. I'm on the team of triers, so go to the clubs. They're open. Great comics like Paris are there. Everyone that you've heard on this podcast is around these places. Go support these clubs. All these comics want to perform for you. And go have fun. She writes... Saw you at the stand last night. Feather, feather. Yes, I could have laughed more last night. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's an attack. <laughs> right. Um, like- listen, I'm working through my new material too. Okay. Why don't you relax? Uh, so <laughs> she writes, what are your thoughts on going on a third date with a guy? And he revealed he is kind of a comedy club groupie. He loves going to the stand. So the stand is... One of the clubs in New York, I perform there at Paris. You perform there? I'm, I'm assuming you do, right? Yeah, I perform at the stand, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, he loves going to the stand and wanted to stay after to try to talk to the comedians. He gave one of them some mushrooms chocolate, the psychedelic kind. Is this weird or like a normal thing to have male groupies like that hang out around <laughs> you? Other than that, he's been pretty normal. Good sex, good conversation. Just trying to figure out if this is like a red flag. Thanks. The girl uh, who, okay, I didn't, I don't know. She references another comic made fun of her. What do you think of this, Paris? I think it's normal. Actually, I think it's normal. She said that the sex is good. He's great. I think she's worrying too much about things that do not matter. Mm. And I think she should, she should just be happy. It's the third day. Clearly it's been going good. The sex is good. That's a win. He's a good person. I think he just wanted to give them shrooms because he had them. And actually, that's not unnormal for comedians. It's so I'll say this because this is like this podcast like straddles the comedy world because I have comedians on like yourself. So Mm -hmm. like but like the, the audience here isn't like the die hard I, you know, for the most part, because I've met the audience for this podcast, isn't like mm-hmm. I'm on Reddit discussing comics and, and stuff, <laughs> audience. And, and, but that audience does exist. Like if you kind of, and the stand, the people that go there, it is a certain type of audience. The, like the person she described, I know exactly who they are. They're fans of like, <laughs> like I could tell you they're huge Dan Soder fans. They're huge Big J fans. Like, uh, and those are great comedians and they're like, they, d- did that make you think of a certain type when they bring mushrooms with chocolate? Like they yeah, love orange no, I totally, Yeah, I, you know? I get it. It makes, that's, it makes so much sense. I don't think there's a problem. That's, that's the thing. It makes sense to both of us. <laughs> and, and so, but, but the thing about the, the people that are like comedy fans and like know the world and like invest in the world, they are the nicest people and they're, but they have a little thing where they like like a little bit of I would say darkness like they like the mm-hmm. dark jokes like they like hearing like a personal story so like they're not just there to hear like my joke about like so Bumble's a fun app like, like you know like <laughs> this person like yeah. kind of hates that joke but they love the joke where you're like a little bit grittier and I can we can all go there but I'm just saying like right. I, I would I would say that this guy like He's a nice guy. He cares about comedians. He knows he has a connection to them and maybe I would assume their darker sensibilities. So these are things to just know about him as yeah. just by the person they describe. He has a dark it. side. Yeah. yeah that's, it's, he has a dark side. And if she want to stay for the fourth date, do it. I think yeah. she should do it. I think she should do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com here with Paris Sachet. Go, go, go. The album, it's called My Honest Ignorance. I'm going to swipe up from it on my Instagram and she'll be all over my Instagram with her uh, tagged and all that stuff. So go follow, go follow, go follow. Let's read this one. Okay. You're dealing with, you're you're out of a, you're freshly out of a relationship. Okay, Paris? Mm-hmm, okay. How to deal with a breakup after 10 years. So that's... Ooh. 10 straight years. That's 20 Ten straight. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, this is now my second email. You answered an email from me five years ago and it changed everything. Oh my God. This one is a doozy. My fiance called off our wedding and relationship three months before we say I do. Well, I'm very sorry to you. That That's horrible. Um, I'm not worried about the money lost or anything. I fought hard for him to stay, and he swears the problem is that he simply doesn't love me anymore. 
I, I mean, that's not so simple. I mean, that's really tough to hear, and I understand that's it. It's horrible. Um, after 10 years that his job, she puts in parentheses, a police officer, changed him, and he likes who he, uh, who he is, and I just don't fit in with his newfound life plan. What the fuck? My question is twofold. How on earth does someone fall out of love? And how does one start completely, uh, start over completely at 29? Well, okay. I feel like I won't get over him in time to have actually have kids, which I want, and have a whole new relationship. It's still pretty fresh, and I'm nowhere near over it at all, not even close. I'm still in the stage of crying every morning while trying to take care of our three pets that he left me with. Any advice? Brokenhearted. So let me start by saying I'm so sorry. This stinks. Um Paris, do you, what do you have to say? Just initial thoughts, anything to respond? Oh, he's horrible. I think I think he's a horrible guy, but I will say He's a horrible I think, guy? I think he's a horrible guy the way he went about it. I, I definitely okay. think that's horrible. And he left the pets with her. I think, like, yeah, in his mindset, I feel like, yeah, you definitely have to split up the pets. But I think that he did that to say, here, this is something that you can hold on to, which that's not helpful. No, but I feel like... The first question was, how do you fall out of love with someone? I feel like that can happen. And Corona, I think, played a part in a lot of people falling out of love with people because then you got to see them for who they really are, like 100% being in the house, trapped inside with them. But Mm -hmm. then he's a police officer, which I feel like it's a good thing that it ended because she gets to be free. I don't think she should be in that type of bondage. Yeah, I I would say... So I, I... I don't know how he ended it, but the way she's describing the ending, he, it doesn't make him look good. I would agree. No. Um, when someone says, I, you know, it, but, you know, falling, I don't think, I don't think they fall out of love with you. Like, I, I, I think that's, I think they, fig, they, again, not my trash. I think it's more that, like, I, to mm-hmm. me, like saying I fell out of love with you to me is a, an escape hatch. Where you don't have okay. to answer any more questions. I do believe you can love someone and just know that they're not the right match for you, and you and you're not there yet. And so for that, like, let's give him the credit of like he did end it, you know. And and uh, which is like, I always give credit to that person because I'm like, okay, you wouldn't have had a good life with them anyways. Life wouldn't right. have been great. Like, and she writes, and and I. The, the interesting part is she writes this part of the email in, in a languaging that I could turn in two seconds. How on earth does someone fall out of love? Like I would, you, let's change that sentence to, man, how on earth could I have been with someone who I wouldn't have been happy with? Right. You know, like let, let's change the perspective. And how does someone start over completely at 29? I would go, you're fucking 29. Yeah, you know, you're 20. You're, that that <laughs> was my next thing. Like you're 20. This is the prime. He did it. It, it, it hurts, I'm sure, and it's horrible. But I think it's a good time for a fresh start. Absolutely. 29, you were with them for 10 years. That means you started at 19. You, I understand how hard this is because you guys, you feel like you've become like Megatron where you've become like one person. Now it's time to find out what you are on your own. Like this is a, right. this is a growth time. I feel like I won't get over them in time to have kids, which I want. You'll definitely get, you'll be okay. You and, and, yeah, th- I, I understand the initial reaction of like, you know, you're looking at time and how many months to fall in love. These, your 10 year relationship means nothing on the next relationship. The next one, you could be like, wow, holy shit. I love this person. Six months later, you, you're in, you're in the thick of it. You've forgotten about the last thing. Like, I, I, I think when you look at a 10, when you say a 10 year uh, breakup after 10 years, that is, it's hard to be like, well, I guess I'm 10 years away from the next life stage. No, that's not, no, that's not how it works. You were 19 when you met this guy and now you're 29. Now it's time to like be an adult for the first time to me. Like this is exciting. Yeah. It it sounds like that she grew as a person in the relationship, but I think at 29 now she gets to grow as a single person. So I feel like how she can heal and recover is figuring out who she is as a person. What is she like? Like doing things that she's into Getting her joy back as a person alone outside of what, a relationship. What a fun thing to be able to like do new things that you without thinking, oh, will he like this? Will he want to go? No, you don't have to think of that. So let's try and think in the positivity. And I would also say to this person, family and friends, you have to see like 
you have to figure, like, there was something off about this relationship. You might not see mm-hmm. it now, but there was something off, okay? And whether you didn't see it in it, but you will know it later in life. You need to go hang with family and friends to see what those relationships feel like that don't, that aren't off. Like, right. oh, the, the, the ones that have no contingencies. Like, oh, my friend and I get together in this way. We're totally cool. Oh, the, the, this relationship has things that my 10-year relationship never had. That's what you're looking for. This is a refresh on your perspective to me. I definitely agree. And I, de- I think definitely change your perspective. So let's start saying by I am going to heal. I will find someone, but don't go in the intentions that you're looking. She doesn't need to look. She's 29. It's yeah. going to happen whenever it's going to happen. But I think she just needs to be free and you know, and look at it as, you know what, him leaving me, he allowed me to be free. She needs to yeah. look at it as a good thing. Be thankful. And I, I think that's a good, that's a funny, that's like what that, that old SNL sketch. It's like, we're like, look in the mirror. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be having fun. I'm going to meet new people. There's going to be heartbreak, but it's going to be for the best. I went, I, I went on birthright to Israel and I remember mm-hmm. uh, the, the leader of the trip was this like, just the most opposite of me ever. He was just like the sun and the moon and the stars. He had a saying for everything. He, you know, he's a wind catcher, uh, uh, like a, a dream catcher type of dude. But he did say something that I, I actually like take to this day. And it's like everything happens for a reason and everything happens for the best. That's just how, because if you look at it the other way, then what are we doing here? Right. <laughs> you know? I agree. I totally agree. And I think timing is everything. So I feel like in the right time, she will find this person. She's 29. She'll have kids. She may have three or more, and it'll be way better than it was with the guy who left you with the three dogs. He left three <laughs> animals with you. You don't want kids with him. No. So just look at it on the bright side. He left a zoo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Fab Fit Fun. The spring box is on sale now. All of us have grown this year. We found new hobbies, new things we like. I'm working out inside of my apartment. I never thought I would like home workouts, but now I'm into them because we kind of had to pivot to figure out how to live in this new lifestyle. This spring, glow up with FabFitFun. Their their spring box is centered around the theme, Grow Forth, and has tons of products that support self-care and growth. Plus, 20 of the brands in the spring box are from female-founded brands. That's amazing. I'm gonna tell you right now, the spring box is great because I just love that FabFitFun is allowing us to treat ourselves. It, it comes with so many great goodies that you would maybe pass by in the store. You'd say, I don't deserve it. It's not my birthday. It's not Christmas. It's not, you know, the whatever holiday you would give yourself a gift. Make the spring a holiday. Make this spring the change of the season, the fact that we're all getting out of the house a little bit more, a celebration because FabFitFun has so many cool things in here. Milk makeup, watermelon brightening face mask, and mini watermelon brightening face serum. It even makes me glow. Short Stories LED indoor planter with organic basil seeds. That's why they call me the board lord. Listen, that's pretty cool. I like that we can turn our home into our oasis. Splendid faux fur slippers, crystal pink because self-care, self-love, love a pair of slip slips. You can choose from a wide variety of products when you order. Picking is the most fun part, like the Bloomingville Woven Seagrass Coasters or the Pink Sky Cactus Cup to add some style to your cocktail. Get seasonal must-haves without leaving home. Listen, people, I love FabFitFun, and I know you guys are going to love it too. And if you haven't already, it's time. It's time to treat yourself because... One of the items in this box is going to become a part of your daily life, and that's huge. And you wouldn't have ever found out if it wasn't for FabFitFun. Order your spring box today. Sign up now so you can snag amazing products like the Short Stories LED Indoor Plant or MAC Lipstick Duo when you customize. Use coupon code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's code JTRAIN at fabfitfun.com. Once again, www.fabfitfun.com, coupon code JTRAIN for $10 off your first box and glow up with FabFitFun. 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Blue Blocks. Blue Blocks makes the best sleep mask known to man. This isn't the complimentary mask you get for showing up to an airplane. This is designed to block out all of the light. That's the thing. That's what we all do. We get the face mask from the airplane or from the you know the care package and we use it and we go, this is junk. No, 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 no. Blue Blocks took that and they made the best one known to man. I have worn it. I wear it all the time. It is so good. Blocks out all the light. And if you need to catch some Z's, this is the mask for you. Any amount of light can keep me up. Even red light on my TV will annoy the hell out of me. The Remedy Sleep Mask from Blue Blocks blocks out everything. Total darkness, 100% blackout. It's like the Sandman is personally cupping your eyes so you drift off to the dreamland. Zero eye pressure, easy to sleep in. Here's the other thing. You've been wearing a mask all year long. So now you're basically trained for something to be on your face. Maybe before you'd be like, this is unnatural. Now it's natural. And I am going to speak, tell you right from me. It's natural for me. It's comfortable. I fall asleep. It, it, the I've had some of the, my best sleeps with it on. Darkness is good for you. It's proven to increase restorative sleep, both REM and deep sleep. Adjustable head strap, strap that's non-elastic so it doesn't, uh, doesn't wear out. Plus, its contoured sides allow for side and belly sleepers. No slipping. It's ultra lightweight. This breathable fabric won't leave you feeling overheated. They thought of everything. Blue Blocks has done their research to make sure, make the best sleep mask available. I love this. I, I And listen, I wear them and I love them. Support them because they support the show. Get yours today and 20%. 20, 20, 20, 20% off with code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at blueblocks.com slash JTRAIN. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com slash JTRAIN for 20% off. Blueblocks.com slash JTRAIN. Use code JTRAIN for 20% off. Sleep tight. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. Here with Paris Sashay. Go, go, go. Go follow right now at Paris Sashay on Instagram, the album, My Honest Ignorance. Why'd you call it My Honest Ignorance? Um, Because I think that's what my comedy is. I think it's true. It's ignorant, but it's so honest that you mm. have to love it because I'm giving you really who I am. That That's the fun part about stand-up is like, you know, like with all this stuff in the in the world of like you said that you said this, this makes you this type of person. Like, all you're saying when you do stand up is, okay, here's what I think, here's why, and that's it. Right. You don't have to agree, but here's the why is the punchline. Like funny, funny, funny. But it's like, yeah, here's how I think on this subject, and take it or leave it. But you know, hopefully, <laughs> you laugh at it. But okay, so we're doing a lot of uh, breakup emails. Okay. Oh, you they must have knew. They must have knew what I was going through. Okay, they let's knew do it. it. This is an interesting one because I think it's. Okay. I think this is like, this is only. This is an email. I think two comedians, like just what we're talking about right now with the, hear me out. Like that's every joke is hear me out, and I think this is right. a, a title where okay. So ready, how to end an engagement but not the relationship. Mm. Okay. Jared, feather, feather. I've been with my fiance for seven years. Started dating when I was 21. He was 24. Two years engaged. I have never been a specifically hyped person about event planning. Specifically, I never had a massive ver vision on how my one day wedding would go. When I got engaged, I was happy and in love, but nothing ever made me want to start planning a wedding. I didn't realize that was weird until a few of my other friends got engaged after me um, and were ecstatic to plan and have theirs ASAP and made things happen with Zoom weddings, courthouse weddings, and reschedulings regardless of COVID. They were set on getting married. But when it came to me, people asked how I was coping with the quote-unquote best day of my life being moved. I had nothing to say. I was super complacent, noncommittal, and grumpy throughout what I felt like forced joy and was ultimately thankful when COVID canceled our first date in December of 2020. We reset to December 2021 only by by his pushing in action, okay, though he has also done no planning. My gut knows that the, the fact that I was relieved about COVID canceling my wedding is important and that I'm not ready to get married, but I don't think it's specifically about him. Can I cancel a wedding and not a relationship? Sincerely thankful for COVID procrastinating my cold feet. <laughs> Listen, I said this at the beginning of the pandemic, and I believe this. Like, 
For some people, this the pandemic was a blessing, as as crazy as that sounds. And I agree. Th- th- this person, like Pete, they're like it's funny to me, and this is kind of dark, but it's it's still funny that this person like sees on the TV five hundred thousand dead, and they're like, yeah, but also, uh, you know, got to push <laughs> off the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I think that she's acknowledging that she is the beautiful trace that we're discussing. Sure, and she's being the bigger person because she's saying it's not him. So she's already accepted she is the problem and she shouldn't move forward because her gut is telling her not to. I think she's been I think she's been the bigger person here. Now, how to call it off without calling off the relationship? Mm. I feel like that's going to require a lot of communication. Yeah, that's I, I you have to have a hard discussion. And like, I think also you have to have a first the, the, the first discussion and it's happening through this email. I, I think you're right is the one with yourself. Am I, you know, so she's already having a very honest and I love this email for the same reason that you're saying like, wow, this is a person that's like, like I'm see they're writing down all the hard truths, which is like, mm-hmm. okay, that's kind of hard about it. But, but I would also say, are you not excited for a wedding or are you not excited to marry him? And I think like when you say I've never thought of a wedding as a big deal, then that's okay. That's that's a that's a good start. Like I met someone the other day. They were like, they 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 were very proud of that they're with their their partner ten years, two kids, mm-hmm. not married. And, and and it was a woman that I was talking to, and she was like, "This is like," she goes, "I love it. I'm a commitment phobe. This is how it may, this is kind of how I deal with it." And I, you know, you know, everyone's just looking for a way to make the shot goes straight. You know what I mean? Right. Like everyone's looking for a way to like make their, you know, again, my trash fit with someone else's trash in that, in that sense. So when I hear this, you have to go, is it him? Is it the wedding? It's she's saying it's not him, but are you having sex? Are you communicating in other ways? Right. Do you, do you feel good when you're around him? Um, these are all questions you have to suss out. Then it's, Hey, let's sit down. We got to talk about this wedding. And, and the fact that he's not planning it either, like, all right, it doesn't really matter to him. It feels like he's maybe doing this to make you happy. Like, it, right. it may he might be like, yeah, let's go. And at that point, is it you want the courthouse wedding and let's just get it over with so that <laughs> like this is done, or do I not want to get married at all and we want to live in this like kind of different lifestyle? But we have to discuss it. It's got to be one. You can't leave it just open ended. Yeah, I think it definitely needs a, a a conversation. I think the email that she sent in this can be some of the points that she touch on when they discuss it, because he may feel the same way. They might mm. be together and feel the same way and they don't even know it because they're trying to please each other. So I think yeah. a conversation definitely needs to be had. They might realize they are better together in a relationship and nobody wants the marriage. A- absolutely. And they, and, and I'm sure, and here's what happens when you start getting engaged, when you're moving in, the family gets involved. So not, you know, she might be like, I'm having this wet. I'm, I'm doing this wedding at this point. Uh, rescheduling and all this for your mom, and and he might go, well, fuck my mom. Like I, I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing this for you. You know what I mean? Like, right. or he might say, no, my mom needs a wedding. Like he might say that too, and that's a hard conversation. But that's where this starts. And and I think, yes. yeah, you're right. Like, read this email. Like, hey, I have to read you something. This is something I wrote into a podcast. Um, it might be hard to hear, but like, it's it, it, this is my thoughts unfiltered. In a, in a in a safe space, and I, I hope you can give me that same space. Like you said earlier, definitely the hug first. Start it off yeah. with love, hug. and then have the conversation. Hug and whisper. Bring them in. <laughs> we gotta talk. Yeah. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I like this one. Uh oh. Well, interesting. I wanted to read it, but they wrote, it's an interesting email, but then it says, disregard, he's mine now, smiley face. So I have to disregard. <laughs> I have to I have to play by the rules of the podcast. And anytime, because this happens now and again, I'll get an email and then there'll be a follow-up with, please do not read it. And so I'll they already it. solved their own problems? I guess so. I would have liked to have helped with that. <laughs> okay. Okay, that this is the second one in a row. Please don't publish. He listens. 
<laughs> so you okay. gotta get it together. It just takes time. It just takes time. Okay, let's do it. I'm going through these. Okay, ready? Another That's marriage good. question, and I'm. Listen, this is the theme today. Serious relationships. You're out. Are you? So are you dating? Are you out? I, 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 I don't. I'm dating. Da- I'm dating. And I just realized that's how I know it's so much trash. So it's like at this point, I don't want any commitment. I'm just having fun and enjoying it. I'm 29. So to the girl question yeah. earlier, I'm just getting started. So now that's I right. get to fly my single wings and see what's out here. So it feels good. That's how I know are, she'll be fine. I would, I would imagine you're a fun date. Are you ha- you got to be having fun. I'm having so much fun. Sometimes I have to say, this seems like too much fun. <laughs> really? Yeah. Some some things are like, you know what? This is too much fun because women, it's it's different. It's, it's different dating women and the emotions are high. So give me the biggest difference. Like what, like now dating, are you dating younger? Like 29 is, is an age where you can go younger. You can go older. Are you younger that- and older? Okay. Here, matter of fact, this is perfect. Younger mm-hmm. and older. So a, a younger girl. She sent me a nude the other day, but then the older woman sent me a reservation. So it's like, you know, yeah, kind of in the middle. It's too fun. It's like you get the best of both worlds. You yeah. Can't <laughs> and both of those feel good. Like <laughs> both of them are great, but I'm going to get this food because that is amazing. That speaks to my heart. Yeah. When you get a reservation, you go look at the menu. You decide what you would pick out. You hope what they pick out. <laughs> When you get a nude, you're like, oh, okay. I'm going to see those later in real life. Like, that's fun, right. too. Oh, right. you're getting the best of everything. I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> eternally jealous. Question. Close friend wants to get married is superficial. Jared, absolutely adore you in this podcast and you up. Thanks for keeping me entertained during quarantine. I had a question about helping a friend with dating. My close male friend, he's 30, male, I'm 29, female, is eager to meet someone and have a serious relationship. I'm not sure he's had one yet, minus some months-long flings here and there. I regularly give him advice, including on texting and such, but I find his process particularly off-putting. He's quite superficial, only gets fixated on women who are very, quote-unquote, obviously pretty and uh, quick to ignore or not pursue his other matches he thinks are less hot, even if they're totally cute. Meanwhile, he is not uh, that conventionally attractive himself. It's becoming harder for me to empathize when he complains he can't find anyone or keeps getting ghosted, rejected by these really desirable women. Any advice for being a good friend but not hitting them with the ugly truth? So what do you think about this? Um, I think that he, in his mind, the level of women that he deserves is pretty high. And then in life, he's starting to see the ones that he want do not want him. But it yeah. sounds like he doesn't want the ones that want him. Yeah, and I I know guys like this. I've been and they are <laughs> and they are like tough to be around because the way they talk about it, it's like, oh, I can't find anyone. And then you're like, what about that? And then they're just like super like like everything puts them off. And I'm like, I I and. I, the problem becomes it's the ego of a man. And this is mm-hmm. this is the thing that I think women talk to men. And they're like, what are you fucking saying? Like what? Like they can't understand. And it's like there's a point where you kind of have to like back away from your your buddy. And and here's the thing about him. He's going to find find a lot of heartbreak and problems. But that's his problem that he has to learn through. You can't teach him that he has to figure no, no. out. Like he has to see like, oh, I go for women that are out of quote unquote my league, but he doesn't think they're out of his league. He thinks he's, you know, his mom told him he was handsome in a suit once. So now he's unbelievable, (laughs) right? I agree. So like you have to let him, you you know, it's like with standup, like let, I can't go to someone and be like, I hate that joke you tell. They have to let it bomb. It has to bomb for them. And, And sometimes... The, the frustrating part about stand-up is you see someone with like a stupid joke and it crushes and <laughs> that holds them back a little bit. And you're like, uh, because they always do that easy joke. So like this guy might find a woman, you might find that your friend's going to find a woman that is like, you're going to go, your, your jaw is going to drop. You're like, I can't believe this worked out for him. But then it's going to end up fucking him over in the future. Like, you right. know, like it, it, it's just. I think. 
It, it will be the girl that will tell him the raw truth that she won't end up telling him. One of these beautiful women will bring mm -hmm. him back down to reality. And then I think he'll snap out of it and date a girl who wants to pursue him. I think it's going to take the pretty woman to do it. I think that I think so, too. And, and, and as a friend, I think when they keep saying I can't find anyone like you, all you could say is like, just keep going. Or, hey, how about this? Listen to the J Train podcast and maybe that'll help you out with some empathy and, and things like that. So. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. I got to say, there's nothing better than sitting by the fire. It's, it, is, it is a memory. It is family. It is friends. It is fun. It's, it's not a night at the club. It's a night making memories with friends and people that you love. And that's what... That's what a sitting by the fire is all about. You don't sit by the fire with acquaintances. You sit by the fire with people you want to hang with. Life's best moments happen around a roaring fire. And a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove makes your fireside moments even more memorable. Solo Stove's ingenious smokeless design makes it so you can sit back, relax, and actually enjoy the warmth of a fire instead of dodging fumes. And here's one more reason to love spring. Solo Stove is offering a free fire pit stand with the purchase of any smokeless fire pit during their spring sale get the most from spring and get the most from your new smokeless fire pit win win solo stove is great because they let cool air pass under the pit creating an insulated barrier that shields the ground like a wood deck i gotta tell you right now we're all looking to extend our surroundings what do i mean by that what i mean is you don't want to you know you have a space in the yard you're not using you have a rooftop that you go to maybe when it's warm enough you have a deck that you hang out on if the weather's right solo stove extends the barriers with which we live so that you can use an area that you weren't using before solo stove creates story worthy memories Fireside fumes not included. The stainless steel construction is designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. There's so little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. No campfire smell in your clothes and hair, nothing left but ultra-fine ash for easy cleanup. That's huge because you want this to be an easy, fun thing. The easier and more relaxed it is, the more you're going to do it again and again. So if you're there's no point where you go, oh, let's not do the Stolo stove tonight because it's going to make our clothes smell. You'll never going to have it because there's no smoke. That's great. From camp stoves to backyard bonfire, Solo Stove products are portable and built to last, easy to light with a few bits of starter. Your fire's blazing in minutes. Buy a fire, uh, fire pit during their spring sale and get a free stand, making your Solo Stove even more versatile. And Solo Stove is so confident in the products, they give you a lifetime warranty for every purchase. Make this spring one to remember with a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove and get a free stand with any purchase of a fire pit. Just use our promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. Use promo code JTRAIN at checkout. That's solostove.com, promo code JTRAIN. This moment brought to you by Manscaped. Ooh, I love Manscaped. Listen, it's the thing that we kind of let go of. The, you know, the hair starts growing. You say, I'll get to it when I get to it. But you you walk more confidently. You feel better in yourself when you are you know, groomed. And Manscaped is the only men's brand exclusively for below-the-belt grooming made for guys, but here's the secret. Girls use it too. Get the Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit. This puppy comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, the best trimmer on the market, with a cutting-edge ceramic blade. Their advanced skin-safe technology ensures you won't cut your most delicate area. And the best part is, with the Perfect Package, you also get a few goodies for your man. The Crop Preserver, an anti anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer and the crop reviver keep your balls smelling fresh subscribe and get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months plus get two free gifts the shed travel bag and their patented high performance shave reducing manscape boxer briefs but wait there's more if you love that beautiful ball smell get manscapes new refined cologne the perfect package for your perfect package i would say this if you have a guy in your life, this is a great gift. Um, I use this. I, I think it's great. And because I used to use one that didn't really, it wasn't made for below the belt. And that's important because I would get little cuts and nicks. Like, and it would, it, 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 it hurts. It's not fun. So this is the perfect gift for your man. 
use it for yourself, whatever. Get 20, 20, 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Paris O'Shea. Go, 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 at Paris O'Shea. Let's keep going. We got more. Um, this one's called Weirdest Night of My Life. Should we read hmm. it? Let's go. Okay, I, I, this person, I, you know, when people say we get a lot of like as comics, I feel like we get coded language. Like someone the mm-hmm. other day, like messaged me, if you need any material, it's like, no, I don't need any material. I'm, I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> like, you know, like it's like this, like weird, like trying to like one up. I don't know. It, and uh, believe me, um, I understand that it's it's my insecurity. But this person wrote, not really a question, but I feel like your audience would get a kick out of this story. I, 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 I okay, we'll see. I live in Canada. <laughs> I live in Canada, so the drinking age is 19. My mom's birthday is 11 days before mine, so her, my dad, and my sister went out for her birthday, and I watched my nephew and was the designated driver because I was still 18. I get called around 2 a.m. to come pick them up, so I put my sister's one-and-a-half-year-old in the car and go get them. My dad gets in the car first. I ask where everyone else is, and he said, your mom is kissing some boy, and I don't know where your sister is. Okay. This is... Wow. I look to the door, and there's my mom with some 20-year-old hugging her and giving her a kiss. She comes to the car, and he, and he, comes, in, he comes too. He kisses her again. Then from the back <laughs> seat, my dad tells him, that's enough. It gets weirder. My sister comes out with the with some guy in tow. She's single, so not too uh, not too off base. She tells me and my parents she wants to bring him home. I told her no because there's no room in the car, a, a five seat hatchback. My dad looks at her and says, "If you want to bring him home, put him in the trunk." So this dude climbed <laughs> in the hatchback of my little car, sat there squished for the twenty minute drive home, making small talk with my parents. I still don't know how my dad was okay with it. Probably the weirdest sober night of my life and favorite story to tell when someone says they have a weird family. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, this 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 is definitely a family problem because we've seen the mom. It stems from the mom. So yeah, I mean, what do you think of that? I don't even know. We've never really done an email like that. I think the family needs therapy, to be honest, because that that's a lot in one car, and it no, it is the dad and the mom together. I I it seems as though they are right. Um, so that's strange already in itself. Yeah, and, and well, here's the thing. Like, listen, it's a brave new world. Everyone's trying <laughs> to figure out their shit. Um, I mean, this story would make... If, if this story was like, hey, this happened last night after we were all vaccinated, I would go, okay, people are about to get weird. Like, I was at a show the other night. Like, I do think the world is going to be less... Cl- like, I think we're all going to be, like, less, you know... We're, we're not going to hold in as much anymore. And we've kind of right. We're just going to be free. We're just going to do exactly what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And I was at a show the other night. I'm hosting. And there's the, I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to get the crowd a little bit warmed up. And I say, and there's a man and two women sitting together. And now because of COVID, there's plexiglass everywhere. So you can, you see which groups are together for sure. So mm-hmm. there's a man and two women. And I go, hey, What's the dynamic of your relationship? And the man go, uh, the woman who's on the right, so it's three in a row, woman, woman, man. <laughs> the woman on the right goes, that's my husband, and this is our good friend. And then I look over, and the husband's hand is on the good friend's leg. And I go, then why is his hand on her leg? And they all kind of like looked at me, like kind of like a deer in headlights. <laughs> and I was like, and the whole crowd did like a, like everyone got, you know, that tense, quiet, like everyone's like, mm-hmm. what? And I go, how did you meet your good friend? And they're like, <laughs> they had no answer, but they were like, all three of them had the biggest grins on their faces. All three of them seemed happy and into this. And I'm like, and I said, I was like, this is what's going to happen. Like, this is the world we're entering into. This is the post uh, you know, the post Thanos blip that we're getting we don't have into. much time. We don't have much time yet left. So they're like, you know what? I want two relationships. I'm going to do them both at the same time. I'm in. And, and I think that's like for this person that wrote in about their dad, like, again, this is back to, we're all trying to fa- find our own trash. 
You know, like the, <laughs> the your mom, mom just wants to see if she still has her groove. And clearly and she does. I think the, the girl who wrote the story, she needs to get a person too. We have to just yeah. keep keep the train going. It works for them. That's the, that's what you always end up saying. Like there's, <laughs> I that's like what married people like, like when ma- people are married a long time, they always do this thing with it works for them because it's so <laughs> hard. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Paris to Go follow. Go follow right now. Hilarious comic. Let's do this one. Um, okay. Is something wrong with me or just my picker? Okay. Hello there. I'm a fairly new listener, but I've been so in love with your podcast since I found it. I like listening to your opinion on things, so I was hoping you could help me out or make me feel less crazy. Fingers crossed you can do both. I'm 28. I've never been in a serious relationship. I was a late bloomer and always tell people I feel like my college experience was like everyone else's high school experience. Okay, let me start by saying that's okay. That, that's totally fine. And also, you know it. You know, like it, you're sitting here going. So I, I understand where there's this need to like, she writes, I'm 28 and I've never been in a serious relationship. But if you say my, high, my college was more like your high school, then maybe you shouldn't have been in a real relationship. <laughs> like that's not a weird thing. Right. Th- those go together. And then she writes, and by late bloomer, I mean, I've never kissed anyone until I was 18, lost my virginity at 26. I've been on numerous dating apps for numerous years and never seemed to find a more serious relationship like I am looking for, which might be because I am looking for this on dating apps, LOL. There have been many first dates, but very few second dates and almost no third dates. I seem to either find guys I'm definitely not interested in or guys I'm interested in that seem to be fuckboys and never want anything serious. I also seem to go on the first date and decide within the first few minutes if I'm going to see them again. Is there something wrong with me or something wrong with my picker? I can't decipher if I'm not attracted to the men who want serious relationships, if I am picking men who are not serious for a reason, or if I'm writing off men too easily. What might be the issue? Is it me or my picker? Any help will be greatly appreciated. The more I said me or my picker, I was like, it became like, like, you know, (laughs) the more you say something, the weirder it sounds. That sounded weird to me. I Paris, think, any thoughts? I, I think that she has to stop thinking so much. I think she needs to just just let just just live. Mm. I think she needs to live a little more. I think she's too in her head with the late bloomer thing, the age that she started sex. Stop looking and just let it come. I think she just needs to be more free. Maybe on these dating apps, people are coming in with the intention to have sex. And mm. then they find out her story and she doesn't want sex. So it's like, yes, they'll leave. But maybe she doesn't know what she's looking for. If the dating apps were called I'd like to fuck apps, no women would be on them. But that's what they are to men. I and as a woman, I totally agree. Like, don't show up here on Tinder and you're telling me you're looking for love. Absolutely. (laughs) How are you? How are you meeting people? Are you meeting on dating apps? So I downloaded one dating app just to see what it's about. They told me to download Tinder. I did. I got a match. Uh, mm. We met up, we had sex, and I deleted the app. I said, see, this is exactly done. what it's for. Done. <laughs> My part is done. It works. <laughs> yeah. It, it, wow. It's, it's doing. Well, here's the thing, and I think what you just said is very important for her to hear. These apps can be very transactional and businesslike. And if someone's there for sex, like, she's being transactional, too. She's like, I make my decision the first 15 minutes. It's like, okay, like... To me, like that makes it too business. It makes it, it, it takes away the idea of like getting to know someone. I think she needs to put down the apps for a second. Let's get off the apps, get off the transactional nature because she needs to figure out what real relationships feel like. Like if, I, if I'm her, I would tell your friends, hey, I'm single and I'm looking to meet people. Who do you guys know? Like, I think you need more, um, especially because you're like, a late bloomer, you need more eyes on your situation. You need more consequence. You need more small town. So I would get into the game of going and hanging out with friends, letting things come to you as Paris is saying, and also, you know, letting them know like, Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm looking to meet people. If you know anybody, I'm down like, and, and being open to that. Like, I think the apps can get you in a, just a very business like transactional way that can be, defeating but also not helpful to someone who's trying to figure out what they like because i don't think this person knows what they like they're only giving them 
a few minutes at the beginning and then That's it's what over. I said. I, I don't think that she fully yeah, knows right. what she wants. So she knows what she doesn't want, but she doesn't know what she do. Want. I definitely think she should go into the world and have these in person just to fill it. Because the dating app is just it's set up. It's just text. And then you decide if you call. Some people don't talk prior to the date. Then they get to the date. It's like I think she just needs to live a little more. Maybe she needs to have more sex to see what she actually doesn't want and what she actually does want. I, I love what you say. She's got to feel it. And this is mm-hmm. I think the the apps put like a you know saran wrap over you don't Mm -hmm. feel real stuff and it's especially if you're not used to it if you've never dated before let's have some you know some real meetings jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with paris to let's do one more email you ready let's go this is called too many emojis ready Papa JT in classic shelf that's our producer who's not here today but I I long time listener Second time feathering your nuts with an email. And then they put in the email <laughs> the peanut emojis. I love you and could go on and on about how great you are. That's way too nice, but I'll get right to it. I met a guy on a dating app and we set a date pretty quickly, but we had to push it out a week because I was out of town. We have been sending some texts back and forth, and so far he seems very nice, sweet, and semi-normal. The only problem is he is using an emoji in literally every single text screenshots attached and it's not even one that correlates with the conversation it's always just the blushing face emoji i'm not sure if this is a nervous tick or if it's his way of seeming non-threatening but at this point it's almost having the opposite effect and she put knife emoji do i still go out with him if if his texting habits annoy me should i just let him blast me with emojis and maybe i'll get over it or do i say something and sound like a monster Thanks in advance. Please bring back Shelby's news updates. Yeah, we got to bring back news. P.S. I was trying to be funny, including all of my emojis, and I had two margaritas at dinner. Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> so she doesn't want to be judged, <laughs> but she's going to judge this guy. So I'll bring up the screenshots. You ready? I'll read them to you. Let's see. He writes, yes, I do, blushy face emoji. Did you hear we are having the all-star game? She writes, hell yeah, I did. Already asked off work, LOL. Going to try to go. He writes, I'll go with you, blushing face emoji. right lol we'll see how our first date goes first he writes okay sounds good blushing face emoji i'm looking forward to it blushing face emoji okay it's it's a little too much uh she writes lower your expectations he writes i'm excited blushing face emoji you're allowed to be lol i'm just saying if you're lower if you lower your expectations you can't be let down if it's terrible i don't think it will be terrible blushing face emoji I don't either, but I'm just saying. So what do you think of that text exchange, Paris? I, I, I agree that too many emojis is, is too much. And I think I, maybe he is trying to give her this image of, oh, I'm a nice guy. Because it's the blushing face. I, I don't understand it at all. It's almost like it's a signature. Like, remember when the signatures was already be stored into the text messages? So no matter what you sent, the signature will automatically come. So no, I don't remember that. That's something that happened. Yeah. Like Blackberry. So like in an email, when, remember Blackberry? Oh yeah. Send so for the, my Blackberry. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's starting <laughs> to feel like that because it's a consistent, um, it's a consistent blush, blush and face emoji, but I think he's doing it to be a nice guy. I it think does, she should tell him on the date. She should go on the date. This doesn't strike me as like, he's a dangerous person. I, I would say, He's very excited to go out with you. He and Super and I think excited. and I think that's a nice thing. Listen, that's a great thing for a first date, but it's also not something to like get ahead of yourself about. Just know that he's excited to go out with you. Like that's a fun thing. I think the blushing phase is him just trying to show that because the other things he says in his text is like he's like looking to go with her to the All Star game, and she's like, oh whoa whoa back off. That could be off putting. I can understand like every. A lot of people want the person they can't get, and then the person that they can get right away, they're like, "Ugh, what do you want me so badly for? Shouldn't All you have time. other, yeah, other things?" So that happens. I can understand how this is a turnoff, but I'd give him a first date. And this also happens when a date. And she wrote in her email, "A date got canceled, and it got pushed off another week." What you're trying to do when a date gets pushed off a week, and you do have a reschedule made 
is keep the ball in the air. You're trying right. to be fun and cool when you have nothing. You're trying to keep conversation going with someone you know nothing about. And <laughs> that's really hard. So I think what he's doing is trying to let you know, I don't have a lot to say, but I am excited. And Because even when she gets into the All-Star game, He's like, yeah, let's go. And it's like, all right, okay, back right, it off. Like, she's bit. like, calm down. But he's yeah. still, so, he, I think he's just happy to enjoy the time with her that they have planned. And he also doesn't want to ruin it. Now, yeah. he doesn't know that she hates these things so much. That's why he keeps doing it. But I feel like on the date, she can just let him know. Like, she can ask, why do you use blush and face emojis all the time? Maybe he has a reason. Absolutely. And, um, you can even make fun of it. Like this is a way to get to know each other is like a, a little bit through ball busting. Like just to be like, I thought like, it, it, like when he's talking like, Hey, it's great to meet you. Great to meet you. And then like, it's somewhere in the conversation. I thought you'd be blushing the whole time. You send so many blushing face emojis. I thought that's right. what you looked like. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something like that. I agree. That's like fun, but kind of like a shot at him. See how he takes it. Here's the thing. You're going on this date to see if you like them, not, to make them like you. So be if you're yourself and and it's within your nature to give them shit about the blushy face emojis and you, you did think it was kind of weird, let them know. I think it's kind of weird. It's okay if you don't connect because of that. But at least you're being honest and being and in a right. nice way, as nice a way as you can. Definitely. Or I would even go as far as sending good morning with the blushy face. Like I would beat him to it just to say, <laughs> I just thought that this is what was going to happen anyway. Like just make it fun. He's yeah. excited. Just have fun. Or send an emoji that makes no sense with what you're saying, like his. <laughs> like, hey, good morning, and then like uh, like a cloud and a moon and the, you know, and then like a doctor emoji. And he'll be like, what, what's going on? Um, I don't know. You, you send weird emojis, so I figured I'd match your style. Definitely match the style. I think that's the one. Yeah. Match, the, match the energy, and it'll be a good time. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com Paris O'Shea, thank you so much. This is so much fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope that they all take the advice and it all works out. In That's right. At Paris O'Shea, go follow the album. My honest ignorance, the special epics, Amazon pride, uh, unprotected sex. I'm Jared freed. Uh, we're here every Monday and Thursday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom.